welcome back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 170. Um, you've got me, Jonathan Denwood. You haven't got my co-host, Robert. He's flying out today and he couldn't join us. But we've also got a great special guest. We've got Catherine Bartos um, joining us, who's a, a real estate agent. Um, Catherine, would you like, quickly like to introduce yourself to the listeners? Sure. Hi, I'm Kathleen Bartos from Century 21, Deanna. I live in the suburbs of Cleveland, and I have an office in Elyria, which is outside of Cleveland, and an office in North Royalton, which is outside of Cleveland. Oh, that's great. So how long have you been a real estate agent, Kathleen? Two years. I was an elementary school teacher prior to this. All right. So it's better to change your career. Yeah, <laughs> big change. So um, what have you personally found the the biggest challenges so far in your real estate career, Kathleen? Um, I think dealing with uh, banks right now is the biggest issue. Financing is the biggest issue. I have probably 10 clients right now who, you know, they're not uh, well off. They all want to purchase a house that's, let's say, under 50000 and can't find a bank that'll loan it to them. Right. They say that's not worth their while. <laughs> well, um, you know, banks are interesting people to do business with, aren't they? Yep. Say that again. Houses are supposed to be purchased with cash. I'm like, well, not everyone has the cash. And the people who can't afford those houses, you're not loaning the money to them. That doesn't make any sense to me. Sorry. Had to get that out. (laughs) So um, when it comes to online marketing, um, what have you tried? What hasn't worked for you? What's your attitude to online marketing? And also, what do you? What is the um, the method for getting new clients that's been most successful for you so far? Well, my online marketing, I a lot of people don't like Zillow, but I do. I think they're fabulous. Um, I use them, um, but I have a PhD in technology, so I do a lot of the um, online marketing myself. Mm-hmm. I'll do you know, little funny videos and post them and blog posts and try to keep something, try to keep my name in, in the air, in their minds. Um, while they're, you know, maybe they're not even interested in finding real estate right now, but you know, they will be. And when they will, when they are, they're going to think of my name because I've been knocking on their door. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we call it on the presence. You know, you're keeping yourself in front of your possible client base. So, right. so you said that you use Zillow quite a lot. So, can yeah. you um, go into um, how you started off with them and how much um, are you one of their p- premier um, yep. agents on the Zillow platform? Yes, I am, um, and I have a five out of five star rating. Um, I started out with just a hundred dollars, one zip code, and I now only spend $300 and I have several zip codes and the office that I work for, they also do uh, Zillow. So I'm getting leads from, from what they have purchased as well. Um, 
I also get a lot of for sale by owners by being on Facebook. Now I'll go to the Facebook store area and some people post their listings in there, their um, for sale by owners in there. And so I will respond to them, ask if I can come see the house, blah, 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 bring a buyer, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, I'm listing the house. All right, that's that, that, that's a great way of using Facebook. So with Zillow, what what have been um, some of the challenges that you personally have found using Zillow? Uh, yeah, the biggest challenge is that um, people don't, the average person does not realize, the average buyer or seller doesn't realize that Zillow doesn't automatically update immediately. It's not live. Um, so... You know, they'll call you. They've been searching through Zillow and they've got these four houses they want to see and all four of them are already under contract. But it doesn't say that in Zillow. (laughs) Well, it doesn't because it doesn't automatically update. So I make sure I send them out my app, my Century 21 app. It's branded to me. And uh, it's connected directly to the MLS. And so there aren't any of those issues where they find a house and here it's under contract. Yeah, they, you know, I hear that a lot from agents, that that is a problem. Um, so also, do you, um, do you find that you've got to really respond really very quickly to the leads that you get from Zillow for them to, be, to turn out to be effective? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have found if I can't reach them within a half an hour, it's probably going to be a waste of time. Right. I have to do it within five minutes. Um, And I usually do. Um, And nine times out of 10, that works for me. If I don't, if I can't get to it right away, they're gone. They've already, they've already moved on to another house. They've already emailed another listing, another agent. You know, they've already made another appointment. So you have to do it within that five minutes. And um, how how do you open your conversation? Um, have you found there's a particular script or a different opening to these conversations that with some practice you've kind of worked out is the best way to deal with that initial opening of that conversation? Yes, I've revamped that. A number of times, and I'll probably continue to do that for the rest of my career. You never know. Every day it changes, you know. Um, Today I had a call um, from someone about a listing that I have on East 174. Excuse me. Sorry about that. That's no problem. Um, And that house is already under contract. So when she called me and asked about it, I you know, answered and said that it's under contract, but that I could find her another house just like it, maybe even better. So, you know, give me your information. I'll text you my uh, business card and I'll send you my app. I did that. We have three appointments set up for tomorrow. All right. Yeah. So you basically, you got to learn to like think on your feet, basically, and you've got to have some... Absolutely. Absolutely. When she first called me, I was like, oh, well, it's um, under contract. And then we hung up. And afterwards, I went, 
what? What did you just do? What did you just do? That was somebody who was looking for a house. So I called her back and said, you know, introduced myself again and said, if you're interested in a property like that, I can find you one. And that's when, you know, we connected then. So yeah, you have to think very quickly on your feet. So okay, the, um, so in your area is the you know in a lot of areas where a lot of agents are operating, the biggest problem, um, one of the biggest factors is a shortage of supply of homes. Um, yeah. Is is that a, a similar situation in your area? Yes, it is. It's absolutely a seller's market here. Um, in fact, in one town is very popular. It's called Amherst. It's like a country little town that everybody wants Amherst and maybe one house will come up for sale and a hundred people are there looking at it and they have, you know, 15 offers on it. I mean, it's, yeah. (laughs) You're fighting for whatever, you know, you're fighting for the the place that you want to (laughs) live. So what about the other areas? Are they, are they of a similar um, situation? Yeah, some, have, some have slowed down a tad, and I think it's because of the time of year. Um, um, one area, Parma in particular, uh, a suburb of Cleveland, that is more of a buyer's market now because there's more, more houses on the market. Um, Investors went in there, swamped it, flooded it, and now we've got a bunch of flips to sell. But most of the other places are all, you know, they're fighting over the one house for sale. In the last five listings that I've had, every four out of five sold for over asking. Right. Well, right. That's, um, and what's the average time for a property being on the market? Um. In my area, it's about less than 60 days. Wow. So so it's still pretty hot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it slowed down like so much. And, I, you know, you start getting nervous when your phone's not ringing as much as it was before. And that you have time to think. You're like, uh oh, if I have time to think, <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> well, that, that's real estate for you, isn't it? You know, you, the time just goes in, in the whole day, just disappears, doesn't it? Yes, 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 it does. So, how and, do you, so how, have you got any kind of insights how you deal with that? Because it's difficult to plan, to keep on plan with objectives, isn't it? Have you learned yeah. any ways of dealing with that? Yes. I, what I have done is I, I map out each day um, and in the morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every single day is lead generation for me. I'm making phone calls. I am, whether it's cold calls or, you know, reminder calls or, you know, just calling um, cold customers or um, closed customers and trying to um, keep my name and stuff in, in their memory. I do that every single day from nine to 11. After I do the calling, then I do my um, Facebook posts and Twitter posts and Instagram posts. I do all my mark, all that marketing during that time too. Oh, that's fine. So I scheduled every day from nine to 11. I cannot change that. 
No, because uh, you, uh, you probably from bitter experience have learned that if you don't do that, um, the leads just die down, don't they? Absolutely. You have to you have to be going after them. And what was hard? What is hard for me is I have a heart of a teacher, and not a heart of a salesman. So the cold calls are are difficult for me. But I have learned that if you don't keep at it and push and be aggressive, you're not going to get any sales. You have to be that way. And, you know, if they don't like it, they can find another agent that's not like that. But the majority of the people want you to stay after them and say, oh, yes. Oh, look at she found my house. And I wasn't even thinking that I really wanted it right now. All right. Uh, we're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back and we'll be having uh, a further discussion with Kathleen about what her plans in 2019 are. And um, we'll be delving a bit deeper. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. Robert's not with me. He's disappeared. He's on a flight, on a business flight. I wish him well. He'll be back next week, though. But we've had a good chat with Kathleen. I think we've covered um, some of the things. So um, when it comes to your database, um, do you, first of all, do you have a database and do you think you're, you've been utilising it effectively? Yes, I have a database. Um, couldn't live without it. Um, I use it every single day. I add things to it, silly little things to it, like what a client, what their preferred coffee is, um, things like that. And that they start to think, oh my gosh, Kathleen, remember the kind of coffee I like? Can you believe that? Well, then she's going to start telling and he's going to start telling other people. And then word of mouth is the best in this business. Absolute best. Oh, I totally agree with you there. It's, it's really strange that you bring that up, actually, Kathleen, because I, I was listening to a podcast myself yesterday when I was driving. And it's um, a very, very large podcast. Um, it's called Social Examiner and uh, podcast the Social Examiner podcast. And they were talking, they had a guest who's an expert about um, getting um, word of mouth, um, mm. promoting yourself through word of mouth. And they, they said, it's um, they just published a book where they were talking about, you know, just providing average service will not generate word of mouth. And right. they had a process, and I'll make sure the in the show notes, folks, that it's in our show notes, this book. Um, and it gives a kind of five-step um, of the main steps that companies have utilised to generate clientele. And it can be applied to real estate and to real estate agents about getting client, getting 
people to actually talk about you um, in obviously positive ways. Yeah. And, those, and what you've just said is one of, one of the areas they talk about is um, that those small things build up. So, um, do you use um, do you use a CRM, a customer management system, to um, put all this these notes in? Actually, yes. Um, when I first started, I was with a boutique, um, a small um, brokerage, and then I went to Keller Williams, and now I'm with Century Twenty One. When I was with Keller Williams, I used um, Market Leader, but now I use Zap, and it is just remarkable how it, it it links every aspect together i haven't heard of zap actually um how did you hear, is it is that supplied from the from yeah. the brokerage I that one. Yeah. yeah it's from century 21 it it's actually what we use for our websites and what we use uh for our database and, and it attaches and links everything together so like when i send out my app as soon as the person opens the app, it asks them for some information, puts them right into my database. All right. So what's your attitude about using the brokerage tools? Have you, um, have you considered really um, trying to utilize your own tools rather than relying on the brokerage tools? It's a, it's a difficult one though, isn't it? Because most brokerages will charge, you have to pay a certain fee, a monthly fee, and that, and then that they provide these tools, don't they? So yeah. if you don't utilize them, you think it's money wasted. But on the other hand, you are in a kind of joint business arrangement with your brokerage, aren't you? But fundamentally, you're representing yourself, aren't you? Right, right. That's where it gets a little confusing for your clients because they're like, don't you work for Century 21? Like, no, I work with them. But um, they're business partners, aren't they? Business partners, yes. Um, I personally, having the background in technology, I look for a brokerage that's going to give me as much education and technology as possible. Mm -hmm. I want them to be paying for it. Now, when I first started, I was paying for everything. And then I learned a little bit more. And when I went to uh, Keller Williams, I realized, hey, wait a minute, they pay for this stuff. I just give them a little fee and they pay for this stuff. And then I went to Century 21 and I'm like, hey, I don't have to pay a fee. <laughs> and they're, they're paying for all of this. Uh, so you just have to make sure that you're staying on top of it, using these tools. The tools don't do any good if you're not using them, if you're not utilizing them. Mm -hmm. So... Um Linked to what we were saying in the first half of the show, how how much how many leads do you think um, come from Zillow, and how many come from other activities that you do in percentage terms? Um, I would say probably sixty forty. Sixty is word of mouth. Forty Zillow. Right. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I like I I do everything with humor. Um, I mean, obviously there are some clients, like if I had an 80 some year old client, I wouldn't use this tagline, but with most of my clients, I do use this tagline and I tell them to pass around my, pass around my name, like the slut in high school. <laughs> well, that's memorable, isn't it? 
might not be suitable for some some people though, but I'm sure you make a good judgment call that's going to yeah, laugh. You have to make a judgment call on that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a joke. But it, it, I can see why you use it. But uh, um, that, that really is a judgment call, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it did bring a smile to my face, though. But there we go. That English humour. So there we are. So, what's your plans in 2019? Because this time of year, things do, traditionally do slow down a bit. But you should be utilising your time to be planning out um, what your strategy to. Um, First of all, do you think you're going to have a better year in 2019 than you had in 2018? Let's start off with there. What do you think you're going to be able to achieve in 2019? Well, I think that I'm going to be able to double my sales in 2019. Here we go, Gail, go for it. Um, and, um, how are you going to achieve that? Got any, um, ideas? Well, I doubled from 2006, 2017 to 2018, I doubled. So now I'm going to double from 2018 to 2019. So do you mind if you don't want to, if you don't want to tell us, it's no problem. How many homes did you sell last year then? Well, it's 8 million. Oh, you, you did really well. Yeah. You've, been, you've been at it, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, pass my name around. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what like get back so you you're looking to double that um so in your mind is it just doubling down doing more what you're doing or are you looking to bring in an assistant to help you obviously the brokerage provides resources but i don't know if you're gonna um have your um have your own assistant or what but what is your how are you going to deal what's your strategy to Dublin and how are you going to deal with the increase in everything linked to Dublin that up, if you know? During the slowdown time, you know, during Christmas time and stuff like that, I'm going to be working my, um, my sphere, um, verbently. (laughs) I'm going to be calling everybody and asking them all to refer me to someone else. Think about, please think about, stop and think right now, there's probably someone on your street or in your um, friends or your relatives that they're interested in buying or selling real estate. Could you pass along my name to like two of them just this week? That would be a really big help. Um, I think I'm going to do that. And I'm also going to make some more connections with um, local businesses like salons. I, I have a couple of salons in Strongsville here that um, when the, when the stylist pass, gives, gives my information and I get a call from that person, when that person buys, they get a gift certificate from that salon. Um, and so that's what I'm going to try to widen that. So it's not just women. I want to widen it so that, you know, um, bigger businesses, you know, maybe Walmart, maybe uh, Home Depot, whatever. Um, I would like to um, expand on that. And that's, that's, my, that's my major goal for 2019 is to expand on my local business co-ops. Have you considered having your own website that's separate from your brokerage website? And have you considered looking at Facebook, Facebook advertising as well? I already do Facebook advertising. Um, 
And I do have my own uh, website. I had it prior to coming to Century 21. Um, it's Kathleen'sHome.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I, I do like having that separate so that people understand that I work with Century 21 and our values are the same, but you can find me here or here or here. <laughs> and just like a lot of people believe they still have that mindset that, okay, so the first question they ask you when they find out you're a realtor is, oh, so where do you, where's your territory? And we really don't have territories much anymore. Now it's like, I tell people, hey, if you own it, can sell it, or want to buy it in the state of Ohio, <laughs> I will come to you. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it varies, doesn't it, Kathleen? You know, I, I think you're, you're right. Um, but um, we were talking to our agent based in uh, Houston in Texas. And, you know, a lot of agents, they, they find it helpful to nicheify um, and they they do that by selecting specific areas where yeah. they live in or have a lot of experience. And, they you, you know, in a competitive market, one of the things that I found personally and I advise others is to find a niche. But, you know, it depends on the circumstance and the agent. You know, um, you know some agents are, have great in you, your example. You know, you've sold... Um, you were busy last year and it sounds like you're going to be busy in 2019. So it really depends, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it depends on the agent's attitude. I can't believe how many I have come across that I can't get them to call me back (laughs) (laughs) or how many people, how many clients I get because they've said, Oh my goodness, you responded to me at one 30 in the morning and gave me an answer within 15 minutes. I've been waiting to have, I've been waiting for two weeks from my realtor to get that information. I just sold a $300,000 house to a couple be- for that exact reason. 2.30 in the morning, he had requested um, a comparative market analysis on a specific property. I happened to be up, <laughs> did it, emailed him right back. And, uh, then I spoke to him the very next morning and I sold him a house within two weeks. Well, that's the, that's the way to do it. That's um, right. We're going to wrap up this interview now, folks. Um, Catherine's been really gracious with her time. Obviously, with the amount of housing she's selling, you can tell that she's been busy. Um, so how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? What's the best ways and the best channels to find out, Catherine? You can go to my website, Kathleen'sHome.com, or you can email me at RealtorKLB, Kathleen Lee Bartos, at gmail.com, or you can call me at 440-794-1786. And we do have a lot of agents listening to this show, so if you're looking for somebody in Kathleen's area, to you've got a client um, and refer it to, uh, I'm sure Kathleen um, will um, be a, a available to have a conversation with you and make a, a business arrangement, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. 
<laughs> right. We're going to wrap it up this for this week. Hopefully, Robert will be back next week, folks, and we will be having either another series in our special interviews with up-and-coming real estate agents, or we'll be talking about the latest technology that can help you get more success for yourself and your family in your real estate career in 2019. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. Bye.